Okay, uh, this is our cold open, I guess. Um, so the date is the 18th of March, 2020. 2020. Normal things are happening. Yeah, we're inside the house, but it's because we want to be here. Not we, for any other reason. We chose to be in the house right now because we love to be inside and also we love to podcast. I think it was 2019 when we did our last episode. It was 2019. It was wow. July. It was July 2019. Wow. Wow. That is so, a very long time. We've been great podcast people. I mean, we did record one. It just fucked up. Yeah, we fucked one up. And then I was so sad that we didn't record for like eight months. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm your host, Lucy. Sh- no, you're doing it wrong. Okay. <laughs> Where are you? We got some work to do Princess. now. Fuck. Scooby Dooby Doo. Where are you? We need some help from you now. Fred. Come on, Scooby Doo. I see you. Pretending you got silver. Princess. Fuck. You're not feeling me, cause I can't see the way you shake and shit. Hello, and welcome back to Fred Says Fuck with me, your host, Charlotte. And I'm Lucy. It's so good to see you again. So good to see you too. We're psyched to be back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You agree? <laughs> I do agree. It's um, very good. good. You should agree because it's true. We're going to see a massive podcast boom of all podcasts in the next like two weeks. Yeah, I, imagine. I mean, as work productivity goes down, uh, podcast productivity goes <laughs> up. <laughs> really, work is the antithesis of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It should never be one's full-time job. No. What, podcasting or working? Uh, both. I think I, I think if we did this as a full-time job, that would be pretty great. It would. But I think it morally... Morally, disgusting. it's wrong. <laughs> I think if you are famous enough yeah. to have a radio show, you shouldn't be allowed to podcast. Yeah. Because podcasts are for the people. They've got to be homegrown, organic grassroots grassroots you know no fucking celebrities like this is my podcast about castles or some shit (laughs) i don't want that journalists fuck off random people random people recording over skype and discord what is a journalist but a random person that's true i guess thinks that they're not (laughs) this is an (laughs) anti-journalism podcast now for some reason Anyway, hot takes aside. Hot takes aside, uh, we are doing Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Season 2, Episode 3. Mm-hmm. Haunted House, Hang Up. Yep. <laughs> what do you think of that title? Um, I quite like it. I don't know what they mean by hang up. No, me neither. They just were like... They hung up on this haunted house. Here's some words that begin with H. Yeah. Haunted house, hangover. Haunted house... <laughs> Yeah, I can't think of anything. Yeah. <laughs> Props to you, Scooby-Doo writers. I can't think of anything relevant that begins with H. Scooby-Doo so, writers well one, done. Charlotte zero. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it opens at night, or... In the permadusk. In permadusk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which all the episodes take place in. There is no night. No, there is no night, but there is also no day. They are all in the van on their way to a rock concert. And mm-hmm. this prompted me to look up what bands this came out in like 1971. Oh, before you do that, first of all, it opens up on a scary house. Oh, yeah, you're right. And there's a there's a haunted house, and there is a headless man walking with a candle. I just wrote headless man hot question mark question mark. He's not unhot. He's got like a, a nice little broad shoulders, some, like, ruffles. Yeah, he yawns, which is funny because he like doesn't but have a face. Where's he yawning from? I guess from exactly the, from what. The what I also like is that if you just follow the logic of Scooby Doo, where none of the people they interact with are actual monsters, this guy, apropos of nothing, is just walking around his house without a head, even though no one is there for him to scare. He's just like, well. Better put my headless costume yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, spoilers, <laughs> but he's trying to scare people away, like everyone is in this show, but there's no one there, so... It's just... I don't know what the purpose of this it's is. me getting up every day and putting on my clown costume. I think it's like... It's like a fetish thing. Do you think? And then when they're like, why are you doing this? He's like, oh, uh, I was... It's I wanted to scare you away from the house. And in reality, he's just like... Hard. He just likes them. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah, it cuts away from the spooky haunted mansion to the mystery machine and the gang jamming out in the back. What festival are they going to? They are going to Rocking the Night Festival. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Well, that doesn't exist, I don't think. <laughs> but 
popular in terms of rock bands, we have the Rolling Stones. Mm. Could be Led, a Stones concert. Led Zeppelin. They don't seem like Led Zeppelin mm. fans. The Who. Maybe. That's a bit like mod, isn't it? Yeah. Fred's kind of mod. Is he? Maybe. More mod than the others. I don't know what he is. He's like preppy. He's mod, like, mod's like edgy prep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> We've also got Pink Floyd. I can I can see Velma being into Black Sabbath. They were around then. Mm. It was just like her thing. I think Shaggy likes Pink Floyd. Yeah. Shaggy explains Pink Floyd to everyone he's ever met. <laughs> Shaggy's like, well, you know, when they uh when they're like talking about another brick in the wall, it's kinda like the Berlin Wall Zoinks. <laughs> Hateful. <laughs> when they're saying we don't need no education, what they're actually talking about. I don't know what voice this is. I can't remember what Shaggy sounds like. Um, Not like that. No, I know. Zoinks. Zoinks. <laughs> if you say zoinks, it becomes a shaggy voice. They get lost. Yeah, they're playing guitar and drums, Shaggy and Scooby are in the back of the van, and it's great. It's Um, pre-GPS time. Yeah. And pre-Google Maps, so I also would not have any idea where to go. I can't judge them for getting lost. Yeah, Daphne's like, that's pretty groovy. And um, Scooby says, thank you, thank you, for like two minutes. Um, Fred is like, I wish we could find a groovy road sign. Yeah. (laughs) Which, yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. Me too. They do find a sign, and they're like, I don't know, Shaggy's Shag- like, it's 24,000 miles to China, that way, oh, and points downwards. It's before that, they're like, oh my god, we found a sign, and he's like, oh, I hope it's not just an ad for shaving cream, and it's like, Shaggy too is sick of the overabundance of ads in modern day society, and this is in the 1970s, so truly- So they didn't, the 80s hadn't even happened yet, and they were already sick of crass commercialism. Imagine now, Shaggy scrolling through Twitter, and every third tweet, it's, it's a an car ad. ad. Yeah. And I'm like, you I don't go, have enough money. You go on Instagram stories and after two stories, it's just a glossier ad or like some foundation that makes your face like flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be sick of it. He'd be, he'd hate he'd it. be right to be so. <laughs> yeah. And they're yeah. like, oh shit, what's that coming through the fog? Because they are in sort of like a swamp uh, and it's just a normal man yeah, with a lantern. A lantern. Uh, but they act super, super freaked out. And his name is Aja Shanks. Yeah. I just put Mr. Shanks because mm. I literally, the audio quality in the version we were watching was so fucking poor. It wasn't great. I couldn't understand <laughs> what his first name was, so I just put Mr. Shanks. I'm just thinking about how the rock show is called Rock the Night, and that, is that because it's always night? Ooh, I like to think so. And they're like, oh called rock the night it's like if we had one called rock the coronavirus <laughs> they're taking what is a disaster in yeah. their universe and they're trying to make something fun out of it yeah yeah and so they get lost and then they meet mr shanks um he tells them they're like how do we get to the festival and he seems to know i don't know if he's just up on current festivals but he says there's two ways there's the short way mm-hmm and there's the long way and Velma's like well fucking obviously we're gonna take the short way and yeah. he's like I wouldn't do that the short way goes past the haunted mansion the short way is left and the long way is to the right yeah he's like you don't want to go to the haunted mansion and no. Velma's like yeah I do <laughs> it's really... have I ever not wanted to go to a haunted mansion <laughs> sorry because he's like no one's ever been to the haunted mansion and lived to tell the tale and it's like well then how do you fucking know it's haunted I guess Check they like, mate, see Shanks. him at the window pretending to be a haunted like headless man yeah just going about his daily yeah business. just doing his stuff and they're like oh that's a bit something yeah. <laughs> what's up with strange. that <laughs> um, and then after warning them he blows out his lantern and then walks off in the dark <laughs> he just blew it out for effect and Scooby's like he disappeared it's like mm, he just walked He's into just the night gone. yeah <laughs> so they reach the crossroads and they're like right or left uh, Shaggy and Scooby want to go the nice long safe way yeah they want to go right but uh, the smug trio being good praxis are like let's go left <laughs> yeah there's a whole thing with like flipping salami and stuff that I won't get into yeah, because it's, it's childish nonsense <laughs> the studio audience likes it but as we've discussed they are always wrong <laughs> I was actually reading about the origins of like canned laughter oh yeah um, and it happened because this one guy who I think worked on I Love Lucy or a similar show was like annoyed that the audience would laugh in the wrong places <laughs> and it was like no I must create the 
the perfect mood by like taking all this different laughter uh, that's been recorded and placing it at these specific moments. That's so weird. I guess they do add it in post, don't they? They're not playing yeah. it. Because it's always like watching Friends and the actors always wait after saying literally anything. Well, they have a studio audience, I think, with Friends. They can't. No, it's like the same... There's no way they had a live studio audience with Friends. I think they had a it's studio not that audience. <laughs> but I'm not sure if... <laughs> I'm not sure if they like didn't didn't record the audience reactions live but the audience was there I don't know I'd have to do more research anyway they're, <laughs> they're heading towards the haunted house and the car breaks down yeah the engine is like fucked it is so warm it is smoky Shaggy and Scooby are like I thought it was a sauna in the back and Fred's like let's just pour water on it which sounds like bad car maintenance yeah okay so my dad told me if the smoke is white yeah. then it's probably fine because it's like the engine is heating up the coolant or something. Yeah. If the smoke is black, that means the fuel is on fire and you should get out of the car and run away. Uh, the smoke is very black in this. Yeah, well, it's pretty dark, so I'd be concerned. But well, Fred's like, like put I water just, on. I just don't think he's maintained the van well. Like, you know, you he have doesn't. to. It breaks in like every other episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, anti- I Googled this while we were watching it. Antifreeze did exist. And I'm just saying, if you use water instead of antifreeze and your car overheats, you're going to fucking die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know enough about cars to dispute. Because <laughs> then it all just turns into steam and, like, fucks. Yeah, wouldn't that be Yeah, it bad? just really fucks up He just never car. takes it in for, like, tune-ups or anything. That car is hanging on. Yeah. But my dad said his first car had a hole in the floor. That's cool. somewhere to lose your keys Mm -hmm. you just drop them (laughs) through the car floor onto the ground adds a little danger Mm -hmm. it adds a lot of danger probably um yeah so they go to a well to look for water to pour on the engine this is the driving force of this plot which is something yeah and then whilst they're doing that a sheet ghost comes out of the well and like sheet ghost or a shit ghost it's both (laughs) (laughs) it scares the absolute pants off Scooby and Shaggy but rational skeptic Velma strikes again what does she say okay okay I wrote down what she says because it's very funny it is good it's in my first set of notes that I made for this so she says the non-material embodiment or organism that's seen as a spectre, wraith, or apparition has been scientifically proven to be pure myth. In other words, there's no such thing as ghosts. I think she looked this up after, yeah. like, the last two episodes where she was convinced that there was a real phantom yeah. who was stealing from a bank. She watched, like, a couple videos on YouTube by, like, atheists. She was like, was I like, was fooled. Yeah. <laughs> I was fooled in the past, but this time I will not be. Ghosts aren't real. Yeah, she's... Ghostbusters, Mythbusters. Which is going to last only for this single episode because she will immediately just go back to believing in ghosts. <laughs> it's, yeah, the way they're characterised now and the way they were is very interesting to me. Yeah, She so, does always believe that there's something happening. <laughs> so they don't believe that Shaggy and Scooby saw a ghost. So Velma's just, like, gaslighting them. Yeah, even though there was a ghost. And they were scared. Like, validate their feelings, at least. No. <laughs> Velma says, you're fools. Uh, you should use your logic mm-hmm. and understand that ghosts aren't real and therefore what you saw was just a trick of your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always correct. I am Velma. <laughs> and suddenly there is a light on in the old haunted mansion and then they go in because of course they do. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, this is someone's house. We'll ask them for a bucket so we can pour water on our engine. This is the succession of events that's taking place. <laughs> and then they get inside the candle that they saw casting a light suddenly chases them around and in hindsight i don't know if that's explained which bit the candle chasing them around um it's a trick right (laughs) it's a projection (laughs) it's a projection (laughs) Uh, it can't be a projection because scooby blows out the the candle light yeah so also it's a light source and it works like one yes very weird yeah which it couldn't be if it was a projection yeah it's a floating candle. Yeah. Um, and it goes unexplained, but I, maybe that's good. <laughs> I wrote, wow, spooky ghost. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I can't remember. I think that's what they say. I think one of them says, wow, spooky ghost. No, it, they say, wow, a spooky room, because they're in a spooky room. Yeah. Uh, and it's there's like a. Dusty and shit. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's a room. 
And there's a picture of a man called Jefferson Stillwall. Yeah. It's just like a portrait of a guy. And as they look away, his head disappears in the portrait. Yeah. And then it comes back and then it disappears again. That goes unexplained as well. Yes. Um, (laughs) It's a mystery. Cuts to the headless man prowling around his own house for no damn reason. There's some banging noises uh, from the attic. Mm. Um, so they go and see what that's about. Yeah. And they open the door and there's this... So previously, the headless man had been carrying around a box, chuckling to himself, because that's what I do when I'm home alone in, like, my pants. Um, <laughs> Thank you. We live together. <laughs> so they open the door and there's no one in there, but the box is there. And Fred's like, now there's a clue. It's and, just a box. Yeah. And tells Shaggy and Scooby to open it like a fucking coward. Which we've established. He can never do anything on his own because he is a coward. Yeah. And they open it and... <laughs> They're like, what's in the box? What's in the box? And lo and behold, it's a head. A human head of Jefferson Stillwall. Except it's actually a wooden dummy. Which yeah, good. That would be awful if it had been a real decaying human head. I think it would have been fine. Um, <laughs> Scooby passes out because of the head, uh, except he's just he's just tricking him. Because they're giving him Scooby snacks and he wakes up. I've written, the Foley artist was on coke for this episode. <laughs> What is that referring to? Uh, literally all the fucking sliding whistles. Oh, and like, okay. I mean, that's like every episode of Scooby Doo. I know. They've got but, that clacking machine. I, They've got like yeah, something. They've got I, the little, um, you know, with the little <laughs> silver balls that you. you yeah. Know, I can't remember what it's called. Rain shakers. No, it's got it's like an akayakatura or something. Caracas. Yeah. No, those are, those are the clicky ones, like crabs. No, those are castanets. Oh yeah, what's a caraca? That's Maybe a, that is a caraca. Caracas is a city um <laughs> we know instruments um basically yeah um, but yeah i think again it might have just been because the audio quality in the episode we watched was so poor but i literally trying to listen to it i was like i am i'm struggling <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even notice i was so absorbed in the plot of the episode that i like foley work and all the sound effects it just absorbed into the scene and yeah became a singular thing it's to just because like the the soundtrack to every episode is like brass and oboes and it's so like dissonant and then there's all this clacking and slide whistles on top I was just like I feel like I'm being hit in the head multiple times don't you feel like you're being chased you know yeah it's like I get effective storytelling chased by a folio just out of his (laughs) fucking mind on cocaine that's how it felt it's the 70s he wasn't on cocaine he was on LSD oh true I mean that would explain it as well Thelma was like that box doesn't scare me because she again she's rash. She swallowed the red pill. Uh huh. So they find some footprints that are identical to like all the footprints in every single Scooby Doo episode. Mm. Scooby and Shaggy want to stay with the box because they feel safe with the disembodied head, but they're forced to go with them. <laughs> uh, and then they follow these footprints, and as the footprints leave the room, both feet separate and go in different directions. Uh, and Shaggy goes, I've seen guys do the splits, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> Who's he seen do the splits? I don't know. What are you talking about, Shaggy? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So there's knocking behind the door that Shaggy, Scooby and Velma go into. We don't see Fred and Daphne for a very long time after they split up here, which is funny to me for the obvious reason. <laughs> They're walking through the dark, um, holding hands with each other. Like, you, you know, in like a cartoon dark scene when it's just their eyes popping out. Yeah, and obviously there's only three sets of eyes because he's a headless ghost oh, yeah and they're all holding hands to like not get lost and Shaggy's like wow for a girl your hands are sure cold and clammy and Velma's like well yours feels like a fish straight out of a lake Shaggy's ne- never met a real woman because my hands are constantly cold and clammy <laughs> maybe you're just a headless horseman <laughs> maybe it's low blood sugar maybe <laughs> maybe it's Maybelline Um, and they're both holding hands with the spectre obviously and then they walk out into like the main room and they're like oh no my hands are ghost and this activates the song yeah so (laughs) the new song is like love the world be a friend sing a happy tune and whilst it's saying that it's just a message of relentless positivity. And while that's happening, it's that, you know, one of those chase scenes, they're, like, hiding in fireplaces, they hide in some armour, the ghost tries to jump on them while they're in the armour. There's some tricks with carpets and stairs. Yeah, carpet stair stuff. What that... I think is funny is that, you know, we always ask the question, what would the ghost do if it got them? And in, in this chase scene, 
they go into a bedroom and they put a bunch of pillows under the covers and then they hide under the bed and the ghost comes in sees the lumps under the covers mm. and decides to jump on the bed so presumably what he would do if he actually caught them, them is just jump on them a couple of times but then like how many times he would he pull it up and be like haha you're hurt yeah he's trying to spoilers but he's trying to scare them away yeah and they're scared I mean the problem is with the gang is the more you try and scare them the more they want to stay yeah <laughs> It's the main issue with all of these things, especially when the ghost or the man pretending to be the ghost knows them. Yeah. You think he'd be like, this is a bad idea. This is the opposite. Yeah, you of need to remove any mystery from yeah. the situation for the gang to leave. This is someone else's house that they've yeah. just walked into to find a bucket. But they've, apparently. Only, they've only done that because they think it's haunted. That's why they're still here. Yeah, but they've stayed because it's haunted. And they shouldn't be here because they're trespassing. <laughs> It's his house. <laughs> yeah, what he does in his own private property is his business. He's not breaking any laws. <laughs> They're breaking laws. Uh, anyway, yeah, they like get on a penny farthing and crash through a window. And I literally the, don't remember that. The penny farthing goes on the telephone wire. They fall off the telephone oh, wire yeah. into the well, which made me think of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> and then they hit the bottom of the well and like Shaggy's like, I'm drowning. And Velma's like, you can't be. It's knee level. Which I want to know how they didn't break their legs. It's, it's not even knee level. It's like four inches of water. And they're like, oh my God, we're saved. It's like, there's this episode of Star Trek where... the captain is falling and then Spock he's like falling for fucking ages and then right before he hits the ground Spock like catches him on a hoverboard and they go away and he's fine because they're like oh yes it's the impact with the ground that hurts and yeah it's, and it's like, like you're still hitting something at yeah, a really... it's the deceleration <laughs> at a really fast pace the fact that it wasn't the ground isn't what's important <laughs> cinema sins ding <laughs> Um, I hate to be pedantic, but I, sometimes but I love to be pedantic. You love to be pedantic. <laughs> yeah, so we go back to the other two. Um, well, there's the, they find the tunnel in the wall of the well first. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a there's a tunnel that leads out of the well, which is obviously where that ghost came from before. And you can yeah. tell it's a tunnel, because again, the animation is completely different to the background. Yeah, it's like popping. Um, <laughs> you know, you see like a tile of the floor that's just an entirely different colour and is sticking out, mm-hmm. and you're like, don't stop Because it's on not that like one. a watercolour background, yeah. it's like... I don't know, they put like an overlay, don't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so Daphne and Fred are in another room, just hanging out. It's a bedroom, but that's coincidental. And I don't know what they've been doing for this entire chase scene, because it was pretty long and they did a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But they find a book that's like July 12th, 1822, and the last entry, which is in massive handwriting. <laughs> Four lines on a page. It's all like, follow the marching men, uh, Stillwater will point the way yeah. stuff. Obviously, the painting of Stillwater is pointing and at this point you're like aha a clue yeah, and, and they're like what could this mean yeah and it's like come on guys Fred, Fred's like dragging his feet and drags a rug off a trap door yeah which, uh, they open the door they go down falling um, after each other yeah and Daphne trips and like knocks them both into the cellar because she's danger prone <laughs> Daphne <laughs> what's good here is that it, <laughs> they're in this like wine food cellar basically and then they can see silhouettes approaching on the wall further ahead and Fred's like someone's coming and he picks up like a can and stands ready to bash the brains in of whoever is approaching them mm-hmm. which is like obviously three shadows yeah so it's it's, it's Velma and yeah. Shaggy and Scoob but he's like aha but both him and Daphne have jars and they're gonna hit them on the head as they turn the corner see it's them they're like oh it's you but they don't put the jars down <laughs> for like 10 seconds <laughs> it's really so, good just it's considering it made me think of that bit in Mystery Incorporated where Fred's gonna brain Daphne with a rock yeah to, to complete the trap he has to brain Daphne and uh, he almost does what a good episode I love that episode that was inspired by Saw. I think that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Scooby and Shaggy eat some stuff out of the jar that they think is snacks, uh, but it's balloons. <laughs> they have brain rot, I swear. He's like, this is really chewy. It's a rubber balloon. <laughs> they figure out that they put helium in the balloons and put a sheet over it, and that's the ghost they saw earlier. Yeah. And Velma's like, I knew it. Mm-hmm. 
She didn't. But, but how did she know? She <laughs> thought they didn't see anything. Yeah. So they go upstairs and they're like, okay, so we're going to follow this clue. Where is Stillwater pointing? And he's pointing out the window and there's no columns, which is what they're looking for. Mm. But he is pointing in a greenhouse. And Fred, again, is like, hey, Shaggy Scooby, would you uh, fucking mind checking that out for us, please? <laughs> Fred is a manager. <laughs> Fred is my boss. <laughs> Does not turn up to work when he wants to. Makes He's us like, do the shit jobs. Mm, that seems important. Can you? Could you? Could maybe, you do that could you for do me? it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he even compensates them with Scooby Snacks this time. No, he just expects them to go do it, which fucking rude. Uh huh. Pay them for their labor. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they go into the greenhouse, and there's like a genuine Venus flytrap plant thing that's trying to eat them. They feed it a Scooby snack. It's not happy. It tries to eat them. The headless horseman is just it behind them. Meat. <laughs> yes. The headless horseman is just laughing behind them. So he's just hanging out in the greenhouse now. You are calling him a headless horseman. He is a headless man. I know. He has no horse. I just. But he does. Fe- it feels like he should have one. But the headless horseman is like a. It's an established ghost little type. Yeah. It's like ancient. Yes. Well, I guess. Six, Not, but like, since it's like when old. we had horses. Yeah, it's like a it's like a classic, you know, uh, Sleepy Hollow thing. Yeah, I, a headless man is just what is that? That's nothing. <laughs> That's just a guy. It's a poor man's headless horseman. because yes. he can't afford a horse. He's got what no horse. He's just a horseless dude. Headless donkey man. <laughs> headless. Helium do they call balloon. him a headless ghost? What do they call him? Head. I, I did write it down because I think the guy they see on the road says it. Whatever he said, my brain just translated it as headless horseman. I think they just call him the headless man. Okay. Oh, head, no. Okay, so the guy they meet on the road, Mr. Shanks, calls him the headless spectre. Um, but that's not alliterative, so it's not interesting to Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they escape on a balloon. Yeah, it's the plot of Up. Um, <laughs> out of the well. How do they get into the well? I don't know! I can't remember. They're I in think... the greenhouse, and then they come out of the well. Maybe they run through the cellar i really want to plot out like the geography of this episode because they do move around like a lot on the property but it is like connected it's It's like a clue board yeah so they escape on a helium balloon and they're like haha i'll never catch us but he's also on a helium balloon and they're having like a little like a sky chase yeah um until scooby's balloon is popped by a weather vane and then the balloon loses air and flies back into the other two balloons Mm -hmm. crashing them and fred goes there is a ghost holy smokes and Thelma goes I tried to tell you which is a fucking lie Thelma <laughs> she was being a rational skeptic this entire episode so I don't know what she's talking about mm-hmm. they crash into a chicken coop and I really liked this visual gag actually I thought it was very funny cause don't, you don't you don't gotta give it to them. I do in this I don't know it made me chuckle it's no, just it was good it was like Shaggy and Scooby on one side and then the headless guy in the middle but cause obviously he's got no head there's just like a chicken head sticking out of his neck and mm-hmm. I was like that's cute it replaced his head with a chicken but actually he a out. real man's head come out <laughs> and they're like oh you weren't a ghost and he's like ooh my aching head and proving that like, he has one no but he is the great 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 grandson of Jay Stillwall. Yeah, I've written, oh good, a character we've not met before is revealed <laughs> to be the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but this is not the end of the mystery. Yeah. You see, he wanted to scare people away from the house because his great, 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 great granddad hid some money in one of the columns in the house and he's looking for it. Uh, and he wanted to scare people away so that they wouldn't try and take it, which they're not allowed to. It's his house. Yeah. Why would they go in unless so, they thought it was haunted? Exactly. So he moved the painting of Stillwater to put people off. No, I think it just got moved. It like, just across oh yeah, because then time. otherwise he would have found it. Yeah. So they're like, oh, that's that's cool. We don't want the money. We'd help you look for it if you want. Yeah. He's like, oh, sick. Okay. Sorry for chasing you, I guess. He's <laughs> like, okay, what were you gonna do though? Because you were trying to jump on him earlier. Yeah, he was gonna like <laughs> smash him up. But they still hear the hammering noise and they're like, oh, isn't that you? And he was like, no, I thought it was you. Um, so they run upstairs to the attic and there's just a man <laughs> covered in a sheet, covered in a sheet, hammering at the wall in the attic with an axe. Which is, I think, a lot scarier than a headless <laughs> ghost. If I like 
heard banging in the night and I went up into our attic mm. and there was a guy covered in a sheet I didn't know was here going at the wall with an axe. Yes. I think I'd shit myself. Yeah. <laughs> I just wrote, oh, this ghost is wearing jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's just some guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good disguise. He chases them with an axe. Uh, he hits a beam. I, The beam falls over. He is trapped. Uh, they find the money in the beam. Um, yeah. It's like in a carpet bag. I don't know how this money is still worth anything. Well, also, like, looking at the house itself and Stillwater, like, the painting of, he looks like a confederate. Yeah. <laughs> Again. I'm like, is I this blood money? Is this slave that money? This is probably Florida and, like, every old person here is, like, some either confederate or, like, plantation owner. Yeah, it looks like a plantation house. Like it's the really enormous weird. columns they yeah, got. Yeah. And he's like, thanks for helping me find my money, guys. And it's, it's like, like mm-hmm. take your blood money, Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the guy in the sheet who was hacking up the wall was revealed to be Mr. Shanks from yeah. the beginning. Which, who else could it be? <laughs> the one and he's like, oh, my neighbor. And he's like, yes, I wanted the money. So I'm also noob about the headless person thing. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe if it is a fetish thing, what Mr. Shanks could have done is like blackmailed him. Well, then, I'm not recommending that, like, that's a bad thing to do, but... <laughs> then he could have been like, oh no, I was only doing it to scare people away from my house. It wasn't a fetish. And everyone would be like, oh, that makes sense in this universe. <laughs> people do that all that's the time That's, like, here. a really common thing. <laughs> you think, do you think people have, like, ghost insurance? For no, somebody... because then they couldn't keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about it. Mm. Scooby and Shaggy want pizza, so he gives them some money for a pizza. They go to a pizza parlor. And then they head towards the rock festival in the car, which is fixed now. Somehow. <laughs> this is not explained. Uh, doesn't matter. I think Fred deliberately made the engine start smoking so they could investigate the house. It's going to come out. It'll be one of those like Reddit posts. Our relationships. My boyfriend, 16M, <laughs> has been sabotaging our friend's car whenever we drive anywhere so that we have to investigate mysteries. <laughs> Because he's just so into investigation. It's causing a real rift in our relationship. Our friendship has become very confusing. <laughs> so, how how did you find that episode? I actually really liked that one. I thought it was quite funny. I liked the um, just the ending with Mr. Shanks just with an axe in the attic covered in a sheet. Why was he covered in a sheet? I think it lacked some flair. I mean, the twist was good. Yeah. But for, like, the most of the action, it was just some very basic walking around a house style stuff. Yeah. Which, I'd, obviously, I love it because I love Scooby-Doo, but, um, <laughs> you know, I always appreciate, like, something a bit different. You kind of had more zest. Yeah. You know, like a space kook. Yeah. That was good. Um, and also, I think, mansions at this point, like, we are in season two, and obviously mm. it's not old hat. I probably only think it's old hat because I've seen literally every other episode of Scooby-Doo. But <laughs> but it's, it's becoming a bit, you know. Yeah, at the time I guess it was, it was new hat. But for me. Oh, it's just like not the oldest hat. Yeah. It's like a regular hat. Yeah. Like if we're out of ideas, we can go back to this hat. <laughs> yeah. It's a comfy beanie. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. Episode four. Mm-hmm. This one is called... I just abbreviated it. Okay, there we go. It's a tiki scare is no fair. So, so we have it's... recorded this episode before on the audio messed up. Um, and when I was looking back through my notes trying to remember what this one was, I was like, oh, it's the Hawaiian racist one. It's not the most racist, but it's no. like, yeah, kind of racist. I think the people who are there, the Hawaiian people, they're not like racially drawn or anything. No, they're not badly done. Which is good. That's surprising. Because, I mean, there's been, yeah, there's been moments where I'm very uncomfortable. This one is mainly just like, ooh, spooky. Native customs. Native, yeah, spooky <laughs> native people doing ghost stuff. Manatikitia, mm. who I had Googled and does not actually exist. I yeah, because I think it's just words that they've invented to make it sound like Hawaiian. Hawaiian. Yeah. <laughs> which is cool. So, uh, as you can probably guess, it opens in Hawaii with a volcano. It is a good first shot. It's very striking. And mm. I know it's very striking because in my two sets of notes I've written for this episode, on the first one I said volcano. And then on this set of notes I've said volcano with an exclamation point. You so were excited. It made an impression. By the volcano. I was. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby are on the beach with the man who we hear is called Mr. Sims, though I wrote Mr. Simps. 
Yes, same. At first. <laughs> um, they're at a luau, mm-hmm. I guess. Mr. Sims is a photographer who is there. Yeah, and he's uh, he's looking after them for some reason, which it's... It happens a lot in that sort of cartoon. They have like an adult who's just like they're hanging out with. Yeah, he's just around. Or they're like staying with. Yeah, maybe he's doing like a a column on them. Yeah, again, it's perma evening. <laughs> so they're on this beach and everyone's doing like fun beach stuff, but it is, it's so it's, dark. It's very dark. So yeah, Shaggy and Scooby are the only ones of the gang at this luau. Um, and they're talking to Mr. Simps. And he says, oh, you shouldn't go to the ancient village, by the way. It's haunted. Mm. Um, and he says this very suspiciously. They're like, oh yeah, we definitely won't. We fucking hate haunted stuff. Yeah. And then they start hearing ghost drums. You're like, oh shit, ghost drums. And it's like, oh no, not the famous ghost drums. And then there's like witch doctor with quotes um, <laughs> appears and he's got like a mask and he says some spooky stuff about that they're on forbidden ground and they should beware monotikitia. The ghost drums is funny because I don't think they get explained at the end either. Like My God, the they candle, don't. With the candle in the last one, it's just Listen, drums playing themselves. I think in this universe, okay, there's a certain amount of supernatural energy. Yeah, and that, that just, just exists right all the time. And so sometimes that gathers in an area, and there is real ghosts. Yeah, but I think it's also attracted to like the appearance of ghostly things. So when people dress up as ghosts, they can gather Focus some of that, that energy. supernatural energy mm. towards them, which causes spooky things to happen around the periphery that like makes it seem real. Because there's another part in this episode where a similar thing happens mm. and we'll come to that. Yes. <laughs> we'll leave we'll, you all in we'll suspense, dear listeners. No spoilers. <laughs> I know you're on the edge of your seats. Um, Shaggy's like, Scooby-Doo, where are you? Because he's gone missing. And I was like, oh, that's the name of the show. <laughs> Ding. Ding. <laughs> we, uh, we, cut, we cut to the pineapple parlor, which is nice. It's like the Hawaiian version of the malt shop. Yeah, it's where they hang out when they're um, in Hawaii. Yeah. Daphne and Fred are dancing. Velma are sat drinking alone at the bar and reveals to us that they have been to 47 luau's. They have been to 47 luau's. How long have they been there? Which, I don't know, do you have multiple luau's in a day? I don't understand what the point would be. Because it's like a party. Yes. I don't know. I guess maybe they've been there for 47 days. And they just fucking get drunk and party every single day. They're living that lifestyle. Hey, it's the 70s. <laughs> I guess they're on summer vacation. Yeah. But all of these mysteries are meant to happen over one summer. So I guess what happens is they do about seven mysteries a day. And then there's a span of 47 days of summer where they're just in Hawaii. <laughs> Going absolutely bonkers. And then they come back and there's a couple more mysteries. Yeah. And then it's fine. And then they go back to school and that's Mystery Incorporated. Well, the thing is, because of the perma evening caused yeah. by the nuclear disaster... Oh, how do you um, separate days? How do you separate days? And also, they probably have a really, really long holiday because, you know, it must be hard to have school for, like, long periods of time because people get sad or, like, depressed. Yeah. It's hard to control people because, again, time is difficult. Yeah. Um. So they just have really, really long holidays, probably. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, like, half the year. Well, I can... Actually, I don't know how it works up in the Arctic. I'm not going to claim to. Yeah, they have long days, long nights. Yeah. But I assume they don't just have the whole night off. No, I think you still You just do have to days, take, like, fish just... oil. Yeah, I mean, we don't go to sleep as soon as it gets dark. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we know um... many things. This isn't as bad as the Moby Dick thing from episode six. Anyway. Um... Um, so Shaggy runs in and is like, ghost drums. Ghost drums. Uh, Scooby's gone missing. Uh, I'm scared. And Fred says, I think you're full of hoy. Oh, no, he says, Shaggy disappeared, uh, like, poof. And Fred goes, poof, I think you're full of hoy. Yeah, well, he says multiple things. A weird expression, but I do like it. Yeah, um. and then Velma's like, people don't just vanish. So they go to look for Scooby, mm. and then there's a drum that's, like, rattling across the floor, and they're like, quick, hide from the ghost drum. And they hide behind the mystery machine, and then it comes up behind them and sneaks up on them, and it's just Scooby, Scooby hiding in a drum. drum. For no reason. Also, this is another thing with the ghost drums, right? They're running scared from it. What did they think it's going to do? It's just spooky. It's just a drum. You just see a spooky thing and you're like, oh, I don't want to go near that. Your brain knows it's wrong. Yeah. like, oh, the supernatural. Yeah. But it is just a drum. It is just a drum. (laughs) All it's really going to do is bang. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, I guess it could hit you over the head and like comedy burst open. Yeah. 
you know, like in yeah. like in a Scooby Doo episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they're like, we should ask that old man. And they look over and they're like, what old man? Because the old man's gone. He's just like this old man in a purple robe who just appears and he's like, <laughs> and then he just disappears. Yeah, he doesn't like do anything. He's just there. Yeah, who was it? I think Shaggy is like so worried about the threat of them not being able to see a forty-eight luau. Yeah, which is really good to me. They're yeah, like... he's like, we gotta, we gotta rescue Mr. Sims because he's taking us to forty-seven luaus and he might not live to see his forty-eighth. Yeah, so that's like... it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they see, like, a bunch of footprints, and they're all, like, mixed up, and they're, like, going around in circles, and they're like, oh, there was a struggle here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Aragorn touching the ground. <laughs> there was a struggle. What do your Someone was dragged away. <laughs> um, they just assume Mr. Sims has been taken. Yeah. They find a newspaper that he wrote column in, because he's a journalist. Yeah. So the enemy. Um, he's, talks, he's talking about Monotikitia. He's like, it's just like a ghost haunting the island. It's not a very clear clear legend no. that they're using here. He's just like tall and a big statue and they're like, this is Monotikitia. Yeah. So they're like, time to go to a haunted village. Yeah, so they do. And to do this, Freg makes Shaggy beg like a dog. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. <laughs> For context, to make it clearer. <laughs> no, I think I was <laughs> carried uh they're like we'll find the haunted village using scooby's like brilliant nose yeah and his great like dog tracking skills yeah we'll give you a scooby snack um so he offers a scooby snack and shaggy immediately falls to the floor on hands and knees in front of fred and then starts making like dog noises fred gives him (laughs) gives him the snack and he goes crawling off into the jungle on his hands and knees shaggy begs like a dog yeah (laughs) it's awful to see i also wrote shaggy begs like a dog (laughs) It's because it's uh, such a degrading image. Yeah. Um, I can imagine, and I think I have read this fan fiction of Shaggy just licking Fred's shoes. Okay. Anyway, not by choice. Okay. <laughs> uh, so they get they get chased a bit. Velma's carrying them all because she's very strong. Yeah, strong um, lesbian. They get lost in the jungle. Um, and then they are spooked out by the old man again because mm-hmm. they like sniff up to a bush and they're like wow and then it's the old man and he chuckles yeah. again ominously and, and they just freak the fuck out they crash into some bats get oh, scared yeah. again but it's all fine yeah and they um they accidentally end up in the haunted village yeah and um, so i guess it wasn't that far <laughs> from just the normal village um you know it's haunted because there's like a skeleton lying on the ground there's no one there it cobwebs. Look, looks spooky. looks dusty as i think fuck. shaggy says it doesn't even look real which <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> spoiler alert shaggy you're in a tv show <laughs> also it's not a real haunted village yeah even within the tv show layers within layers they see a giant statue of Monotikitia. The animation strikes again. (laughs) So they run away from the statue and they like end up on like the wall to this hut and it's like grass. But again, it's where the background of the hut is like a slightly different green to the bit you can tell is about to swing around like a cartoon wall in a Scooby-Doo episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Better not stand next to that wall. (laughs) Yeah. So the smug trio all get whisked behind the wall and Shaggy and Scooby are like, where are they? Mm-hmm. Even though they were right there. It's like, well, they're, they're in the hut. And I think Velma's like, what, what, what's this place? And Fred's like, I don't think I want to find out. Because <laughs> he's a coward. But Shaggy's just hitting on the outside of the, the hut trying to get in. And he's like, let me in. Feeding up a kind of rhythm. It's good. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> okay, so they hear a rustling, Shaggy mm. and Scooby outside the hut. They hear a rustling in the bushes. And Shaggy kind of casually implies that he normally carries a slingshot on him. Yeah. Which I don't know if we've seen before, but I like to think it that he's feels armed. familiar. Yeah. Shaggy get gun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and so he picks up Scooby like stiffens and he picks him up by the tail tees him as a club <laughs> and then the pig that killed Robert Baratheon um, <laughs> runs in with two piglets and just like bulls them away yeah it's just a legit wild boar comes out of the forest and starts trying to kill them which I thought was nice you know a little bit of realism yeah because you know there's pigs there are real dangers there's real world dangers that aren't supernatural mm-hmm. and I think that should be discussed <laughs> they have to learn it the hard way Velma falls down a trapdoor uh, <laughs> and Fred goes Mr. Sims Scooby Shaggy and Velma god I'm just losing everyone I feel like with that 
trap door Velma falls down and then Daphne is like look it might be a way out and then Fred says or a way in to more danger (laughs) (laughs) and so they just don't go down yeah it's fine Uh, Velma falls in a hay bale and is it I think it's the witch doctor who's in the room with her well Velma goes "Uh, they're not gonna find me and she crawls back into the hay bale yeah and then the witch doctor comes but she sneezes and it finds her yeah Velma's got coronavirus (laughs) I hate you for making jokes about it. I know. It's just like, <laughs> what what can you say? Oh, I'm sneezing. I have the coronavirus, I guess. And that's the whole joke. Yeah. Which isn't a joke. No. It's just... Vaguely topical. Yeah. It's just like, oh, here's the news. Welcome to the news quiz. <laughs> oh, we all have coronavirus. We have no studio audience because they're all self-isolating. Lol. Lol. Um, um, anyway. Monotiki tea in there. <laughs> the real threat. He comes out of somewhere to he's try and get very obviously on wheels yeah he's a statue that's on wheels and you can tell because his legs don't move they just wheel around <laughs> and he's trying to chase Shaggy and Scooby but the thing is this episode doesn't have a it has a chase scene but it doesn't have the music there's no song yeah. I felt like bereft there's too much plot <laughs> I know we <laughs> didn't have enough time to have like a chill love song <laughs> I do prefer the songs they do in this to the like simple plans ones they have in the What's New Scooby-Doo episodes. Yeah, I mean, they're really chill. Yeah. I'm like, I don't feel tense at all during this chase scene. <laughs> There's no threat. It's like, um, what was it we were talking about the other day where it was like, what ghosts would do if they got the people? And it's like, when you go to a, like a a thing at the cinema and the certificate at the beginning says like mild threat yeah. or mild peril which is all that there is in yeah this. yeah it's mild threat it's yeah. like there's a threat but there's no detail to the threat you don't know what's yeah. gonna happen it's like or else <laughs> yes or else what it doesn't matter yeah. it's unimportant <laughs> just it's just something mildly threatening yeah so the witch doctor is chasing them around and Scooby, Shaggy and Velma end up in one of the huts and they're like, let's barricade the door. They're putting all furniture. They do a funny thing where the witch doctor is handing them furniture and they're barricading themselves in with the witch doctor. Velma's like, oh no, Whoops. it's the witch doctor. <laughs> um, uh, they see the old man. He's stalking Fred and Daphne. Yeah. That's a very brief scene, I think. So yeah, I no, it's, it immediately there. moves on to Scooby and Shaggy and Velma. <laughs> I've written uh, Velma Hot Cave Girl. Yeah, they're all dressed as cave people. Although, we again have been over. Shouldn't use that word. We don't approve but, uh, of the use of the term caveman. Should we just say they're dressed like the Flintstones? They're dressed like the comedy cartoon series characters, the Flintstones. Yeah. In like skins, and they're standing in a tree, and Shaggy's like, Me, Tarzan, her, Jane. You look for children, go that direction. And the, the witch doctor. It's like, oh yeah, okay. Cheers, man, thanks. <laughs> See you later. Doesn't question this. And as we find out later, this is just a normal guy, so... Yeah. Not the brightest. I know, he's seen them before. And, yeah, um, Velma's very hot in the caveman outfit. Yeah. Where did she, she find the outfit? She should wear figure-hugging dresses. <laughs> more often. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, it cuts briefly back to Daphne and Fred in their escapades where they have come into a hut and they found a bunch of oyster shells and pearls just out on a table. And this is in the haunted village, so it's like, oh, I wonder why someone might have been warning us not to go to the haunted village where there's a bunch of precious material. The pearls look like diamonds. They don't look like pearls. Well, yeah, because they don't know how to make anything precious look precious without it sparkling, which mm. pearls don't. Yeah, they just like <laughs> shim- these- shine. Yeah. They shimmer slightly. Yeah, they're like, look at these sparkling pearls. I'm like, okay. And Fred's like, I gotta find the people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shaggy and Velma and everyone are getting dressed back into their normal clothing, and Shaggy's like, I'm too whack to walk. <laughs> What's he whacked on? We don't we know. We don't know. Velma implies the witch doctor would kill them. <laughs> She's like, we gotta get out of here before he finds us and kills us. She does use the word kill, yeah. and that's why I wrote it down, which is very funny. That's a strong threat. Yeah. <laughs> They find a scary plane. Yeah, they find a scary plane and Shaggy walks up to it and he says, oh, a skinny spooky, which is the weirdest way I've ever heard someone refer to a skeleton. It's good. I really like it. (laughs) Ah, skinny spooky. (laughs) Looking so skinny today. Serving up skinny realness. (laughs) That's what Shaggy says to the skeleton in the spy plane. Shaggy's into (laughs) K-pop. 
He's really big on K-pop Twitter. <laughs> it's good because this is this is what I was talking about earlier with the ghost drum. So Shaggy like goes up to the skeleton and says, "Oh, skinny spooky," and then the skeleton like chatters its teeth and laughs and mm. moves, and then Thelma's like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna myth bust this in like two seconds," and she picks up like a tripwire he'd mm-hmm. activated and then finds a tape recorder with a laugh sound and is like, see, you simp. And then <laughs> like, oh, it's the studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, they move away and then the skeleton laughs again, but no one tripped the tripwire. Oh, so why is it laughing this time? Spooky. <laughs> Some supernatural goings on. <laughs> uh, they see the old man, because I think they run into the rest of the gang. Yeah. They see the old man. He's just in the pond. Yeah, he's just he like comes out of the water and giggles again, and then just goes back underwater, just like <laughs> gently sinks beneath the water. And Fred just goes, "Whoever that is, get, get him!" him. Like, he didn't do anything. He's, he's just, just a an man. old man. <laughs> again, <Fred>. unwarranted violence. <laughs> Fred is so-called brave, but really just hyper violent. <laughs> this is what you're saying, but he's a manager. He's so ready to hurt people. Yeah, his instant <laughs> reaction to everything is grab him. Yeah, it's like break in grab it trap it they could be innocent people often they are <laughs> he just wants to commit violence towards people mm-hmm. but they go in the water uh, where the old man disappeared and they find a cave they like go deep under the water and swim into this cave like for ages without yeah. any equipment and they're Which is fine one of my worst nightmares is being underwater with like no getting trapped underwater yeah literally yeah there's a bit in um, like the old Lara Croft games where you have to like swim under things that. and then if you don't do it fast enough then you drown like in in like a tunnel and I hate it so much I do not like her drowning it makes me very uncomfortable I remember having one of those games and she does this like um spasming yes in, like six times and you get like so many chances where she spasms and then she actually drowns I but really hate drowning me and my friends found that like animation of her spasming so funny we would just drown her deliberately because we thought it was funny that's that's bad <laughs> yeah that was a horrible level though yeah it's when Vespa dies in Casino Royale where she drowns in, in the, the cage, cage. Yeah. I didn't Mm-mm. care for that <laughs> yeah so uh through, through the, the gang cave. Fine. Yeah, they're fine. They can hold their breath a really long time. They find a secret entrance to the village through this underwater cave. Mm. And then they come up, and then they are trapped between the statue and the witch doctor. Mm. Um, and then there's another chase scene where the witch doctor rides on the like enormous feet of the Monotiki statue. Yeah. But again, he's just like wheeling along like a parade float, which I wonder if that's what he is. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and Scooby and Shaggy freak him out because they like somehow get catapulted into the forest, like the jungle, and they get covered in leaves. And he's like, "Oh, spooky leaf monster." Yeah, because um, he's not rational. And um, they're like, "Oh, strange that a witch doctor gets spooked by a jungle monster. We should trap him. He is a human man." <laughs> Freddy decides to use the old self-recognition trick by hoping that he will be scared by his own reflection. Yeah, they go, get that trick mirror from the fun fair out of the mystery machine. <laughs> so they just carry it around, I guess. I like that. I think if I had a fan, I would have at least one fun mirror. I like to think it came from the fun fair. In um, the clown episode? That was a circus. No, from the um, Charlie the Sexy Robot episode. Oh, the, yeah. It's like they get a trophy from each place where they sell the mystery. Yeah. I think that would be fun. <laughs> and the last one, they get the fake wooden head of Stillwater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They just get just in case they need like something like that. Yeah. So like they have this whole trap which obviously goes wrong instantly. Yeah, because the Shaggy and Scooby who are the bait as per usual um, end up with another like witch doctor mask on, and then yeah. they run up to the mirror and they're like, "Oh fuck, spooky!" Mm. Yeah, he's like another witch doctor. It's like you know you're wearing a mask right now. You know there's a mirror there. They Shaggy, can't... use your brain. Where it's like certain animals can't pass the self recognition test. Shaggy Shaggy's can't. operating on that same Shaggy level of intelligence. Have that section of the brain that allows you to recognize yourself in mirrors. Um, every Sell time Scooby is out of his sight, he forgets that he exists. <laughs> that does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Somehow they end up crashing into him. Yeah, the, the statue of Mono Tiki Tia like, falls oh, they, over. They dig a pit. Yeah, and it grabs the witch doctor in his hand somehow yeah thus capturing him and they're like aha it is you and they take off the mask <laughs> and it's john it's sims john sims and they sound surprised and i'm like i'm not surprised why are you personally. surprised john sims knows his miranda rights 
because they're like you came here to get the oysters and tried to scare people away and he's like I won't talk (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it's really funny because they open up Velma's like oh don't worry this giant statue on wheels of Monotikitia was just a uh, parade float and she opens up like a, a hatch on its head and she's like it was controlled by Mr. Sims henchmen who we've we never, never seen, seen or heard about who has henchmen everyone in Scooby-Doo that's true it's like a job it is that's, that's, it's very high you go risk. into the newspaper and it says wanted one henchman yeah. must look scary <laughs> big preferred <laughs> maybe like ratty looking that's also allowable yeah you can't be an alpha you can't be a chad and be a henchman because then you'd be employing henchmen exactly <laughs> you'd be a jewel thief or something yeah <laughs> but they're like what about the old man and he's like i can explain and he and takes off his the old shadows. man face and he's like i'm lieutenant tamira of the hawaii police department and he's just really hot underneath the mask yeah he's just like a young guy yeah he's just like this hot guy <laughs> was like thank you for all your help and it's like well why were you a disguising yourself as an old man and wearing a purple robe and stalking us around the island and coming out of the water to giggle at us menacingly i mean he in that case he was showing them where the tunnel was yeah but, but he's the cop he's a cop so he should just take that information he said and that with he's it. been investigating this operation for a while but like what have they learned that he didn't already know that he had to use them in order to find yeah, out yeah cause he was like oh they're the, the pearls we saw earlier that's what Sims was here to like get yeah he's on a he's a pearl poacher is what the cop calls him yeah can you poach pearls I don't know I don't know no one owns them um is it like land laws maybe if the mm. oysters are on my land you yeah. cannot have my pearls yes Seems probably like that exists but yeah it's like he already knew that it was maybe he didn't know it was Mr. Sims yeah, he's trying to find out who it was. Yeah. But anyway, they, they solve it, and he's very grateful. And it cuts to them at yet another luau. They're 48. They're 48 Yay. luau. And um, the lieutenant is, like, shirtless and dressed in, like, some luau stuff. And he's, like, super hot. Yeah. And um, Velma is dressed in, like, a, a hula outfit. And she's got, also like, super skirt. hot. Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot about that bit where uh, the wall's revolving and they're in the bath and stuff. Oh my god, it's because it's not important. But <laughs> <laughs> there's earlier where the smug trio are like off doing their shit and Velma falls down the trapdoor and Shaggy and Scooby are like hiding from the witch doctor and they get into this whole revolving door sequence. It's like a comedy. Thing. Yeah, and like Scooby comes out in a bathtub and the witch doctor's like, what? And he then keeps it, pressing this button that makes the wall revolve and every time it comes round they're doing another humorous skit yeah like Shaggy is doing a nice fun jazz dance yeah Scooby's wearing a hula outfit and I wrote looks winsome interesting use of words <laughs> he's gonna lie his eyes are like a bit you know. misty yeah nice <laughs> Um, okay. It's a very humorous, humorous segment. <laughs> I just thought I'd mention it. I know, that's good, I think. And I wrote, the final thing I wrote is just permadust, because it's, it's it's still nighttime. the same. The they're light in, hasn't changed for the entire Hawaii, episode. which is, like, famous for its lovely... Clear skies. Clear skies. Yeah, there's, like, an observatory telescopes. there. Yeah. yeah. But, no. No. It's, um... Unfortunately, the nuclear winter has touched even Hawaii. It's Destroido's fault. It is Destroido's fault. <laughs> Because in this universe... Yeah. Destroido exists. Destroido exists, but they haven't stopped it. Yeah. Although Destroido was started by Ricky, and Ricky's good in this universe. So someone else decided Destroido? This is unimportant. This is Mr. Incorporated stuff. We watched some Mr. Incorporated earlier because it's so good, and... <laughs> guys, it's so good. <laughs> really, really watch Mr. Incorporated if you, you can you find it. somewhere to watch it. <laughs> so that concludes this two episodes. What do you think of that episode? Um, bit racist. But not, like, the most racist. Not as culturally insensitive as the Chinese yeah, one. Yeah, it was nowhere near as bad as the Chinese one, which I will never get over how bad yeah. that was. And I think there's probably more racism to to come yeah. in the future, which we can look forward to, <laughs> I guess. Um, but uh, I, I thought the jewel thief and, like, you know, mm. some fun some fun moments. It was in a different country, which was nice. Yeah. Um, MVP? Oh, Shaggy? Maybe? I don't feel like any of them really, like... Stood out. Distinguished themselves these episodes. And I don't want to say the cop was the MVP. No. Hot as he was. He is uh, hot, but he's invalid because he's a cop. Um, I think for the first episode, it was Shaggy. And then for the second one, I would say Velma, actually. Even though she's silly. 
but because she was a hot and b she figured out that skeleton trick super fast oh that's true yeah okay yeah so we have shaggy and it's, and fa- it's so rarely filmed i know Velma <laughs> does so little in these episodes i mean i can't I can't even think of a single word Daphne said, so... <laughs> jeepers. Has she even said jeepers yet? Yeah. I'm sure she has. I haven't noted it. There's still some, There was one zoink at one point, which yeah. I've had. I always love a singular zoink. <laughs> Just one. Yeah. Zoink. Zoink. Yeah, so some fun episodes. I'm glad yeah. we finally finished them. Because yeah, we've too. watched them so many times. Does <laughs> so that conclude the episode? That concludes... Uh, these two episodes. Do you have anything in fan fiction corner? That I do. Like to I do. Me? It's fan fiction corner time. Fan I have corner. two ones. Okay. Um, this first fan fiction. I I went to Ao3 for these because I wasn't bothered to go. Fanfiction.net is such a difficult website to. It's just it doesn't have a good tagging system. No, it's awful. It's, it's hard to navigate. So this first one is called Case Closed, right? And it's I actually genuinely think I will read this one in my own time because it's like. You know the plot of every Lifetime Christmas movie where one of them is like a jet set city employee, Mm. kind of cold hearted, hates their hometown, hates Christmas. And then the other one is like, oh my god, I love Christmas. I live in my old town. So it's Daphne and Velma. Uh Daphne is the businesswoman. She's come back to Chicago. And it's Crystal Cove as well. So this person Uh, has watched Mystery Incorporated and has come away pro Daphne Velma, which is not quite hot dog water levels, but I do understand. and it's just a couple funny lines. Like, it's actually really well written. I do like it. But she, she's yeah, like... Link me. I will. I mean the fan I will. I will. Um, so she's, like, driving back from her big city job. Each chapter's, like, the current time and back in the past. And it's, like, switch it so it's the past is in, like, the 90s. Like, 94, I think it said. Okay. And she's, like, referring to her husband Fred's relationship. It's like, I suppose he thought he was dating me, and I suppose I thought I was dating him. What a pitiful excuse for a relationship that was. <laughs> Which made me Oof. laugh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and then it's like, so in the past section, it's from Velma's point of view. And past Velma describes Fred as the Draco Malfoy of the school, despite Harry Potter not existing yet, because that was <laughs> written in 97. And this particular past section is set in like 94 so I was like anachronism (laughs) but it's good she's like who wears a cravat (laughs) people with style yeah Jesus and then like um second I didn't read very much because it's very long but um in the second chapter Daphne like arrives back at the family mansion and she sees her mum and her mum's like aged so she's got grey hair now and she's like well she's my mum she's always been practically immortal which I thought was really funny because of that one Mystery Incorporated oh episode where we think her mum's a vampire yes. for like the majority of it <laughs> and maybe it is I don't um, know it's, it's ambiguous it's... her mum is very strange in Mystery Incorporated <laughs> yeah um, so that was the first one um, I really enjoyed it we might link it on the Twitter because I haven't finished it but it was good okay the second one was like a series of one shots called Scooby Doo Friendship Squad. I kind of mostly liked this because of like I clicked on it because the chapter titles that were on the description seemed mm. very funny to me. Just the way they went. So it's like Shaggy is reunited with the Grin Grimwood girls. I don't know who they are. Um Daphne times Velma hurt Daphne. Shelma chapter, Pokemon AU, Scooby's <laughs> thoughts on the gang, cheerleading camp for Freddy, and finally, Shaggy's father is abusive. I want to know about the cheerleading camp. <laughs> I was going to look that one up, but I got caught up in um, one of the chapters okay. previous to those. There's a Hogwarts AU. Okay. And since we both love Harry Potter dearly. <laughs> yes, classic. Classically, we love the Harry works Potter. of J.K. Rowling. We love J.K. Rowling as a person. <laughs> We don't think she has any horrible opinions. Not at all. <laughs> You're not blocked by her on Twitter. Definitely not. That would be weird. Um, <laughs> anyway, so it starts with like how they're sorted. Because it's like, oh, just the gang meets at Hogwarts. Yeah. So I want you to tell me your opinion on these sorting and, and how the gang is sorted. So okay. Scooby doesn't get one. Because <laughs> he's a dog. Um, Daphne is a Slytherin. Okay. Velma yeah. is a Ravenclaw. Yes. Shaggy is Hufflepuff. And Fred is Gryffindor. Mm, Fred Slytherin, first right? of all. Uh, Shaggy Gryffindor. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's actually brave. Because he is he brave. Thinks he isn't. He's just like a, he's like a Neville. Yeah, exactly. If Neville's Gryffindor, then Shaggy's Gryffindor. Yeah. 
Fuck, fuck Fred. He's I so know, as if Fred's He never fucking does anything. He makes other people do it for him, which is very Slytherin. <laughs> so none of them are Hufflepuffs. Scooby's a Hufflepuff. <laughs> Scooby's a dog, but <laughs> Scooby in if this... If he wants to be sorted, Scooby in this chapter is described as an emotional support animal for Shaggy. I'd maybe put Daphne in Hufflepuff. I quite like her as a Slytherin, but, but she only if she's characterised in the Mystery Incorporated way. Okay, yeah, Mystery Incorporated Daphne is a Slytherin. Yeah. Original Scooby-Doo Where Are You is Hufflepuff. Definitely. Yeah. They could all be Hufflepuff in the original Scooby-Doo. It's just character <laughs> because, It's because they don't have any agency. Things just happen to them. Yeah. And they don't make decisions. <laughs> so just I've just got little bits and bobs from it. Fred's a keeper on the Quidditch team. Cute. Yeah. Um... Shaggy and Scooby are described as a favourite of the house elves. Because they like food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love slave flavour. <laughs> slave race. Um, it's good. What I liked about this is that when Fred sees Shaggy, and Shaggy's all nervous, but Fred says something like, the skinny boy was rumoured to be even more powerful than Dumbledore himself. Oh, is this like Shaggy memes? I guess. <laughs> I didn't check when this was written, but I guess it probably is. I love every reference to those memes. I think they were good. They went pretty quickly. I think people got got tired of them. Oh, well, yeah, really there's fast. only so much you can do with it. So, no, it doesn't um, have a lot of, like, you know, longevity to yeah. it. You can't mix it up that much. It's, yeah. no, it's no Bernie asking for something. Yeah. <laughs> the ideal meme. And so they basically meet, and I think they all end up in, like, the room of requirement and there's food and like they just bond it's just a fluff okay basically but it ends with like a semi-suggestive line about them no longer needing to sleep on separate bean bags which I thought was just, <laughs> I know I thought that was just such a weird way to end it I was like like do they fuck oh, what does that mean uh, it's very I guess odd polycule polycule plus dog the dog can like sleep on the bottom <laughs> of the bed like a dog yeah listen I know we end up seeing a lot of bestiality content with this podcast but if we can avoid it we can pretend that we don't see it that's true I would like to not I love to not I am once again asking you to stop writing bestiality fan fiction is this your Bernie voice yeah I have never listened to the audio of him talking okay or maybe I have like he just talks like a New York man okay he's got like a New York I can't do a New York accent I'm walking here hey I'm walking here I once again ask you to stop stop. writing bestiality fanfiction. That's similar. That's not terrible. I mean, it's pretty bad, but like, could be worse. Closer. So yeah, does that bring our episode to a close? It does, I think. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I enjoyed this. I mean, we love podcasting. I know every time we do an episode, we lie and say we're going to do it more regularly. um, Because we're big fat liars who lie. Um, but we'll at least do a few more episodes in the coming weeks because of we're in self-isolation because we're in self-isolation so we have way more time except for when I have to go into work in a pub by a train station because they haven't shut it down yet thanks Boris yeah thanks Boris fuck you (laughs) don't report us violent language to the podcast police (laughs) podcast cops we'd have been fucked a long time ago if there were podcast cops (laughs) there were worse things um yeah, this was really good. We'll see you again very soon, yeah. I should think. Bye for now, and stay groovy. Stay groovy. Because I can see the way you shake and Listen, you guys, don't wear yourselves out before we even get to the rock festival. I could find some kind of groovy road sign that would tell us where we are. There's some kind of a sign. Hope it doesn't turn out to be an ad for shaving cream. <laughs> <laughs>